COVID is gone and we're moving on with everything, even though it's clearly not. We ain't moving on with nothing. Mm-hmm. Yep, totally not okay. Yeah. yeah, it's on the upswing again. Yeah, who thinks who thinks uh, high school sports and football is going to be able to continue? Uh, it might for like a month. Yeah, it well, might actually, for a month. Actually, what I said was the the first student who dies from it, then they'll stop everything. Yeah, right. <clears throat> they'll have a fundraiser. Right? No, that's not going to happen. We've already proven that yeah. we don't care whether or not kids die. <laughs> can, you, can you sing yeah. a song real quick about that, Danon? Right. About kids um, dying? Right. Oh. Yeah. No, well, I couldn't make up the words. We'll just be like, Can the kids are dying in our schools? Maybe something that's like not... that. I mean, that's as good as any hit you'll hear nowadays. Right. That should be I our just opening. Have, uh, Justin Bieber to do a and a dying and a dying. All you gotta do is tie his name to it, man. You'll be a billionaire. Heck yeah. You'll be the Bezos of music. Okay, if, if that's the case, why aren't we doing this then? Because we have uh, dignity, I guess. I don't well, know. Maybe we're I, stupid. I don't have enough. I have enough dignity to still do that for billions of dollars. <laughs> there are a lot and, of things I do for, a billion, for billions of dollars. Exactly. There are a lot of things I would do for a billion dollars that I don't think I would. I say I won't do on a daily basis. Right. All right. So how how hmm. is the recordings? Are we good to go? Oh, we're good to go. We're going already, by the way. So welcome everybody to the Flix Podcast. I'm your host Jabo, joined with Pete. Hola, Danan. Konnichiwa. And Ken. Greetings. <clears throat> so Dana's going to do our new uh, Death Viking intro song soon. You guys got a little taste of it right, earlier. Right. It's still it's still in beta. I mean, we're workshopping some of the other words. I mean, we've got school and death and kids. And I think we need at least two more words. And we'll we'll, we'll nail it down. Well, those other it. two words are going to be Flicks podcast. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, so Jonathan, while you were out checking whatever you check in the bathroom, um, I, I, I told these, I, I told these guys about that. I have to, I have to tell them about my, my dream that I got totally jobbed out of. Okay. So just so everyone knows, there's a hidden metaphor to the stream of Pete's. Let's see if everybody can figure it out. He thinks there, he thinks there is, there probably is because I'm that crazy. Anyways. So it started as a. And, and the really sad part about this is I wish I had more information for you guys. But it started as a totally rad, weird competition. It was kind of athletic in nature, maybe a little mental. It might have involved lawn darts. I'm not sure. But there was a series of steps in this competition that I was winning in. And the truly strange thing about this dream is that I woke up, went to the restroom, came back, fell asleep, and continued my dream. Like right where oh, I left off. I it was like one of those happens. really, yeah, one of those really rare occurrences. So I got to the very end, like I was the last competitor in this like American ninja style, weird scenario, athletic competition. And I came up against this really large wall and on it was God, you know, it looked like Jesus, but it was God. And he's telling me that in order to, yeah, yeah. in, In order to win, in order to get to the promised land, I had to scale the wall, right? So, so I was like, okay, whatever. And I was looking around. I was like, how am I going to scale this damn wall? And I looked down, and there's three holes down by the base of the wall, or a little bit away. 
And I'm like, oh, there's three holes. Those got to mean something, right? And then I look to my right, and there's this big old pole with three prongs on it. I was like, oh, I got a pole vault over the wall, right? And, and this pole was like like 30 feet long. There's no way you could wield it in real world. Like, But it was, since it was dream pole, I could wield it. <laughs> so I had it, right? <laughs> I'm ready. And I'm ready That's to scale this says. wall. Okay. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I'm ready to scale this wall. And I'm, and I'm totally confident it's going to happen. I'm going to see what's on the other side of the world, right? So I get it. And I start running. I'm going real fast. And then my freaking alarm clock wakes me up. And I lose it all. Wah, wah, wah. So... Yeah, uh, I totally did get to see what's up beyond the wall, man. It really pissed me off. So here's Poor my bummer. take on this. Pete's dream. Pete's dream is the metaphor for the good stuff is what you see when you're awake in life. That's what living's about. That's what the treasure really is. Hmm. Yeah, because I, I, still... I, woke up, cause I woke up when I was going to see the, the magic. But I blame my alarm clock and my job. That's what I blame. Well, anyways, you're winning in that one. I got attacked yeah, yeah. by wolves. That's a good one, I guess. <laughs> oh. Well, see, it was like really snowy, and I'm walking down the street, and they're like everything's covered in snow. The roads, the sidewalks, houses, everything. And there's like one scraggly-looking wolf, and it's like, well, I'm probably safe. It's just one, one wolf. And I just kind of keep walking, and it keeps kind of walking towards me. And then it turns out things like one more pops out, another, and another, and another. And we're running from wolves, scooping up snowballs, trying to hit them in the head, trying to make some, I don't know, distance between us. And uh, I think I managed to get away, but then I was lost because I couldn't tell where 475 was. How do, you, how do you lose track of 475? Well, it was Dream World, and I was, I think... <laughs> Like, it was even, like, on the wrong side of the city, and I was trying to go into a different place where it was, like, none of the buildings, none of the anything looked anything like any of that, but I knew that's where I was trying to get to. Okay. I guess so we got I lost in Dreamworld, basically. Oh, yeah, that happens all the time. I had a dream a couple months ago. Yeah, getting lost in Dreamworld sucks. I had a dream. You had a dream a couple months ago? Yeah, I don't remember if we ever talked about it or not, where I, like physically fell the world ending oh is this the one where you raped an alligator no <laughs> and that was, oh, that, was, that, was a, that was a different dream that was you, <laughs> i was gonna say you already told me that one that was you at a halloween party oh is, wait wait is this the one where you had a dream where you felt you were buzzing around pence's head no <laughs> i'll slap you <laughs> Anyways, but anyways, it felt this really is, yeah, real. Yeah, we're remote, so anyways. I, uh, I'll slap you tomorrow when I see you in person. Alright, sounds good. <laughs> anyways, um, no, I watched the world explode in front of me. Like, and I was like still on space? the world. No, or... I was, I was in oh, it. Well, I was yeah. shopping and trying to buy a ice cream and a soda at this little convenience store in some... <laughs> Random get town. That the world explodes, right? And uh, <laughs> yeah, make, gotta make sure you, you you buy that stuff rather than just take it. I mean, no, <laughs> nothing it, says end of the world like a Slim Jim and a Mountain Dew. Look, that's what <laughs> I was doing. Where's the Randy Savage? That's what I was doing before the world blew up. Because then, after I walked out of that store, 
I looked down the road and you could just see the ground rising up like you you know like it was raising up and exploding. Oh, so at the precise second <laughs> you were saying that, uh, lightning and thunder struck and boom. Well, that's because it's gonna happen. Yeah, we're probably for all real. dying. It's gonna happen for real, yo. But that was like a couple of months ago. Did it have like a clock in the background that said like a, or a calendar with a different date? Um, Is it something about the twelfth. It was something about I had recently quit my job, <laughs> and they were trying to call me to get me to come back to work. And thus the world exploded. Pretty much. Right. Let's, maybe that's, that's today. Pretty, that's uh, maybe that's forgot to tell you not to go back to work. Maybe that's uh maybe that's the metaphor <laughs> for me, Pete. <clears throat> All right, right. The day you quit is the day the world ends. Sorry, buddy. That's a heavy weight. <laughs> guess you you're working there till you die. All right. Well, I guess I put my notice in. And there you go. Just put us all out of our misery, bro. We're already heading there. What if what if that is the event that causes it? <laughs> <laughs> the whole butterfly effect is just me quitting my job. And that's what brings it down. Yep, there comes you the rain. Son of a bitch. Yep, I hear it. <coughs> All right, well, it's raining. That means we're on to our next segment. And uh... so I got, I got one here. Here's 14 weird ways as hell deaths that uh, people died in ancient history. Well, you're gonna have to wait because I'm doing. Uh, we had this, we had this talk, but I thought you were gone. You were on, but maybe you're gone. But we were gonna start with insults today. <clears throat> we can intertwine them. I'll do a death, and you can have an insult. Ooh, okay, we could do that. Like you do a death and I'll insult you and the other guy's gotta tell me what gotta tell me what the insult means before I tell him the real the real All definition. Right. Yeah, let's let's do this fly by the seat. Alright, go. Heraclitus covered himself in dog manure and was eaten by dogs. Why would the dogs eat well, I mean I guess. He covered himself. He covered he himself. Eaten, like on purpose? No, he covered himself in dog manure and then he got eaten by dogs. Uh, wait, he wait, did what's... it. He did okay, it. Okay, go ahead. As uh, an attempt to cure himself from dropsy edema. Um, maybe sleeping sickness. I'm not sure. Maybe. But man, what a way dropsy to go. Edema? Ken probably knows what dropsy edema is. Ken, what's dropsy edema, buddy? Dropsy edema, and it's fluid buildup. Um. In your leg, are you saying you just are you saying you just had to pee or? No, no, it's not. It, no, it's uh, it's 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 uh, like when you're retaining water and stuff, and it all goes to your legs and stuff. It'll strain. It'll kill your circulation. You can die from it. It's in so your feet, legs, and ankles, but it can occur in your hands and your face. No. Oh. Okay. So he co- so he thought this was like some old timey cure, huh? I guess sounds like a bunch of bullshit to me, right? Yeah. Well, even if it is a bullshit cure, why were there a pack of dogs in the room? Well, this is well, this is back in in Greek times, so like, yeah, well, this is four. There's just roaming BC. packs, probably. Yeah, four seventy five BC. So wait, 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 wait! Your legs are all swollen. You decided the only cure for that is to cover yourself in shit, and somewhere you just run across enough dogs to eat you alive? This sounds like a lot of poor planning. Like, this this all didn't have to happen. Well, probably not. I mean, none of it ever has to happen. 
I mean, like, I can save no. the world by not quitting my job. Okay, but well, he's not Pete, going to. Pete, can you can you curse at that guy for being so stupid? All right. So these, I will just tell you right now, are not related to the desk and are not going to make any sense. But I'm going to give them to you anyways because I just I'm looking at them now. So I would like to say that today, for most of the day, Jonathan has been all hat and no cattle. So all so hat. all hat no cattle. So Ken or Danan, tell me what does all hat no cattle mean? A showboat. Hmm. Right. Showboat so says claims, to, claims to be one thing but isn't. Sorry, Pete. Right. Your so he's uh, you're very close. You're very he close. Says he's a cowboy, but he's got no cattle, huh? All hat, no cattle. You're very close. Yeah, he's just, the the, he's just the true definition. It. Yeah, the true definition is is Ken Ken, I could probably give it to Ken. Is a man who is all talk and no action. Yep. Kind of like somebody in charge right now. Walk, talks the talk, but doesn't walk the walk. Wait, how did I do that today? I literally did nothing today. No, I'm just right. going to insult you right now. My point exactly. Whenever your whenever your death's done, I'm just going to insult you. So that we, and then you're going to pick it. Here we go. Oh, okay. You're you're up next. You All fop. Right. <laughs> you fop. Sisamenes uh, hey. was flayed alive. That's got to be painful. He was a corrupt judge who accepted a bribe. Uh, the king had him arrested and flayed alive, with his skin being used as a leather cover for the judge's seat that uh, Sisame's son would sit upon. Hmm. Holy crap. If, you know, if that was still in practice, we'd have a, a probably a better-looking <laughs> government right. and court system right now. Yeah. I mean, worst-looking chairs, but yeah. Who did this? Like the person who did the surgery? Well, what about surgery? Surgery sounds a little too medical than peeling the skin off of a person. I mean, I bet there's a, a real talent to it, though. Like, if you can get like an orange in one go, I bet there's like a guy who's like, oh man, they're like looking up to this guy as the best flayer in the land. They're like, oh man, he can he can do it in one. It's amazing. You know, I'm bits and pieces all over the place, but this guy, this guy can peel a guy in one. Yeah, that's creepy and wrong, and I'm sure people have done that, like, recently. Oh, I mean, really, once you get anything as a job, you're going to take some pride in your work. You're going to be in there, and you're going to, like, do it right, and you're going to yeah, have a whole... You want to be the best at what you do. Right? And what I do is take the skin off of still-living people, uh, which is a challenge because they move a lot. You know, you don't think about that. You think, oh, man, I'm just peeling skin off a guy. But he is screaming the entire time. You can't get him to shut up. Stressful wow, work. That's, I just posted that, a picture of That's a creepy resume. <laughs> wonder what that resume looks like. There's just a bunch of, like, Instagram. Here's my Instagram. It's just, like, a bunch <laughs> of chairs. Oh, <laughs> no. Like, this is my work. <laughs> oh, God. This is the dining room set I did for a friend of mine. Oh, yeah, all of his in-laws were just the worst people. We just went through there and cleaned that up. Oh, no. <laughs> I posted yeah, a His new wife loves it. I posted a picture of it in chat, guys. Just take, take a look. All right, so while you guys looking at that, I'm going to give you the next insult, which is actually kind of one that I like. But I'm going to say that um, Jonathan lost his girlfriend to the recent Duke of Limbs. 
Duke of Limbs. Is that a song? Like Duke, 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 Duke Duke of of Limbs. Yeah, he lost his his girlfriend. You flay the skin off him. Yep, the Duke of... So, so who's... What is a Duke of Limbs? Uh, I'm going to say he's a guy who's pretty well endowed. (laughs) Again? Um... Ken doesn't know. I think I can't really describe. I'm thinking. I think it's. I'm picturing something that's like saying he's all hands. Uh, you're you're you're, like you're close. Or kind of all yeah. Yeah, yeah, you're very really... yeah, you're very close. So a Duke of Limbs is a tall, awkward fellow. Mm. It's just a guy with really long arms, basically, but kind I thought gangly. it was funny. Kind of yeah, gangly. So yeah, slender, instead of gangly. Wait, 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 wait. Is this Slender Man? Uh, he would be a Duke of Limbs, yeah. Duke, 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 Duke of Limbs, Duke, Duke, Duke I just of... say, I just sang that song. You I did know, sing it. <laughs> All right, all right, Jonathan, regale us with your next disgusting death. Uh, Claudius Drusus choked on a pear. The eldest son of what? (laughs) What? (laughs) (laughs) The fruit, Ken. No, he he choked. He choked on a pear. That guy was into it. So the eldest son of the Roman emperor Claudius died while playing with a pear. Tossing it up in the air and catching it with his mouth a little too successfully. <sighs> really? It sounds, yeah, it sounds like he was a fribble. That's my next insult. A fribble. A fribble. What's a fribble? Just somebody who likes foolish. to shove things down their throat? <laughs> no, that's a porn star. <clears throat> yeah, it just sounds like a frivolous, stupid person. Yeah. Yep. It's a a fribble is a good for nothing fellow, silly and superficial. Fribble. So like all of us. Fribulous? No, like (laughs) frivolous isn't a word, like, oh, but it is. It is now. Mm Mm-hmm. All right, Jonathan, what's your next ghastly death? Pythagoras was murdered after refusing to run through a bean field. Okay. <laughs> I think I, I think I know I think I know this one, and I'm pretty sure it's uh. Well, give it a I shot. think I heard the story before. Give it yeah. a shot. Tell, tell us what it is, Pete, and I'll see if you're right. I, I'm pretty sure I heard this before. He was being he was being chased, but he thought some something about he thought beans were unclean, so he refused to run through the field. So they caught up to him and killed him. Something like that. That is correct. Yeah, I heard that somewhere before. <clears throat> A, so a, rather than soil himself with beans, he de- he decided to just take it. Wow, that is like you're just running for your life, and you're like a bean field. Oh, whatever, I'll just die. Can we just? And then he <laughs> did. Can we just write that into a movie? Like somebody can't run through a cornfield because they're like afraid of corn. Oh, corn. <laughs> There's and too they... much corn. <laughs> like, oh. No, I, I think we should. I think we keep. We should keep it as beans. As right? beans, just, just beans. Pythagoras and be like, theorems can't 
Can't save you now, can they? That's right. And it sounds like Pythagoras may have been a gentleman of four outs. And I kind of love this one, and I totally want to use it someday. Um, so the, the insult is gentleman of four outs. So what does that mean, do you guys think? Four outs. Does he have four outs, or does it like take him four tries to get out? Gentlemen mm -hmm. of four outs. It's tricky, but I love it when you read the definition. It's kind of cool. Hmm. Nah, too obscure for me. No guesses. Ken, anything? Oh, I know what it is. You know what a gentleman of four outs is? I do. All right. What is okay, Ken? What is a gentleman of four outs? Uh, it's a person who lives without money's matter, credit, or wit. Yep. It's a vulgar, blustering fellow. Asserts he is a gentleman, but they'll say yes, a gentleman of four outs. That is without wit, without money, without credit, and without manners. I totally thank love you, it. AP, thank you, AP British literature. <laughs> oh. I I think it's great. Wow, oh, I really want to call the president that in a public forum. <laughs> oh God, that would be great. A gentleman of four outs, he wouldn't understand. Right. Oh God, but we would. would. That would. That would be the best. I was just—it's an honor to be on the stage with a gentleman of four outs. I hope this is going to be a great debate. <laughs> You'd probably say thank you. Mm-hmm. Oh, so good. All right. Can we, can we slide right, that to Team Biden? Like, listen, I don't care what you guys do with the, the next anything, but you have to say this to him. Let's slide it to them in their DMs. Yeah. Go do it right now. Maybe it'll happen. Yeah. Send it out. And tell them to mention Vic's podcast when they're done. There you go. Oh, man. Well, you We'd have to it. be on our game then. We should all do it. Yeah. All right, Jonathan, what's our next grisly death? Mithridates was executed by scapism. What do you guys what think the that hell? is? S-C-A-P-H-I-S-M. Scaphism. Executed by scaphism. Is that like being hung from a Wait, scaffold but, or something, maybe? But it's an ism, though. It's an idea oh. of some kind. Oh, good point. Way to think, Danan. Right? I mean, unless I'm just... They, they just threw the I ism think, in there just I think they for just fun. Threw the, I think they threw the ism in there for fun. That's maybe, maybe it's being rocked to death. Right. Oh, they, he oldie time rocked so hard he died from it? Yeah, he he melted his own face in old timey. Oh, yeah. Music. They make you like shred oh. until your own face melts. Yeah, I mean it's it's a terrible and glorious way to go. I'm ready to take a look at this one up. Oh, you did? Yeah. Oh, Ken. Oh, Ken. I didn't look it up. I don't want oh. to. Oh. All right. Let's make him Ken sick. Are you ready? Oh. Okay. Soldier, what is it? The soldier was punished by his king by allegedly trapping him between two boats, feeding and covering him with milk and honey, and waiting for him to be devoured by insects. He lasted seventeen Jeez. days. Yeah. Good lord. Wait, between two boats? Yeah. Those oh. aren't two boats. I'm just kidding. Right, I just... Oh. Okay, so he's in the water? 
Or are they just... No, he's boats? suspended between them. Oh, so he's just, like, floating around. Um, okay. The, the definition I looked up uh, actually says a log or hollow tree with your arms and legs are exposed. Right. And you're smeared with Oh, them. and then they just... Oh, that's horrible. Like we're we're a terrible people. I want you. I want you all to know that. <laughs> terrible. Oh people. yeah. No. And we're also all Grumbletonians. That's my next insult. Uh, Grumble citizens of Grumbletonia. Yeah. Only complain about everything. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> yeah, that sounds Grumbletonians. like Grumbletonians a lot. Yep, that's what it is. It's a discontented person, one who's always railing at the times. We are all currently Grumbletonians. Right, but for a good reason. It's not is like it? we're making it yes. up. It's No, it's, it's right. really happening this time. The end is nigh. All right, the end was also nigh for our next contestant in How Worthy Is My Death. Go, Jonathan. Chrysophysis died laughing at his own joke. Yeah, that was a great Monty Python skit. The what? Stoic philosopher saw a donkey eating figs out of a basket and jokingly told a servant to give the donkey wine to wash them down with. He couldn't breathe from laughing too hard. What? What? That's not even funny. So clearly he had children because that's a dad joke at best. (laughs) That is... But that is like the hardcorest dad thing to do is die laughing at your own dumb joke. Well, you gotta remember though, donkey, donkeys can move, bro. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was our quote of the week at work. I think uh, Jonathan said you 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 move like a donkey for some reason to me, and I said donkeys can move, bro. I pretty much screamed it across the whole office, so he put it on a sign. <laughs> So that he has a sign. How does one move like a donkey? Just out of curiosity. Huh? How does one move like a donkey? You 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 move like an ass. You you have to burrow. <laughs> I'm sorry. That was a terrible. That was a terrible dad right. joke. Please, Pete, don't <laughs> die laughing at that joke. I'm dying laughing right no, now. Please, by all means. <laughs> no, right. That's enough. Of that. Oh. You can go ahead. So now, All right. he, now well, P, he has two signs in his office now that I've made him. Right. <laughs> One, they're both they're both equally ridiculous. But I keep them up because they are so ridiculous. They're actually quite And beautiful. also because Right, and also because since Jonathan just said that, it proves that he's a bit of a milksop. <laughs> so so what is a milksop? I feel like that is a person who's a downer. Uh, no, or, it's not. I'm gonna say it's a person it, who tries to make everyone else cheery. Nope it, it it's actually you can't really use it today. It's not that PC anymore, Dana. Oh, well, I was just gonna say like the thing that you use to sop up the milk. Like he's just soggy bread. He's a boring person. No, you're close. Um, it's a like a piece of bread soaked in milk, you're a soft, effeminate, girlish man. That's a milk sop. Uh-huh. So it is J Bell. Okay. <laughs> That's what I said. <laughs> All right. So who's not a milk sop is the guy that took this next death. So take it away, Jonathan. Sophocles choked on an unripened grape. 
I'm wrong. He is a milksop. Yeah. Wait, wait. An unripened. Cut it in half. Yeah, an unripened grape, though. So, uh, what's a un what's an unripened grape look like? Is it just a hard seed? I have no idea. Right. I mean, it's a very good question. Aren't they kind of small too? Aren't they choking hazards that only until they ripen? Be big enough to be lodged in yeah. your esophagus. I guess I don't know what an unripe grape looks like. Ken, help me out, buddy. Um, I don't know that I've ever seen an unripened grape. I would imagine. Yes, yeah, I'm looking it up. I'm 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 looking it up right now. It's just a, it's just a small grape. No, it is hard. It's like a hardened little. Right. Oh, so they're hard. You can't chew them. You can't chew them. Yeah. So so the headline is uh, moron swallows pebble and dies. Actually, the headline is The Ninny Hammer Swallows Pebble and Dies. What's ah, a ninny yes. hammer? It sounds like someone who would swallow a pebble and die. You're right. Didn't they use that in the movie The Elf? No, it was close. They said ninny, I believe, and ninny muggins. But a ninny oh, hammer. Ninny muggins. Right. Ninny muggins. A ninny hammer is a simpleton. Ah. So he choked on an unripe grape and kicked it, huh? Yeah. The nice what guy. What have? Yeah. So go ahead. Quinn Chi Huang ate mercury pills. Mm -hmm. Oh. That's not smart. The first good. emperor of China died in 210 BC. He ate mercury pills, believing they would give him eternal life. They have the opposite effect. Yeah, that's not smart at all. Sounds like he was being a rumbumptious. Rumbumptious, huh? Yeah, rumbumptious. He is... Uh... You're probably not going to get it. Sounds like it. And a, a ridiculous drunk. Ooh, no, but I can see how you could think that. I like that better definition for this word. But Ken, anything on a rumbumptious? Um, I think I feel like it. I'm thinking more like rambunctious, like someone who's difficult, difficult, difficult to control. No, he is a rumbumptious. Is someone who is pompous or haughty? Oh. He's a rumbumptious. <laughs> All right, Jonathan, what happened to the next guy? This is what I'm sounding kind of familiar. Oh, this this guy gets to take it in the pants, huh? Uh, kind of? Uh, Anti-Fannies right. died when struck by a pear. A pair of what? The fruit again. <laughs> <laughs> uh... Like, somebody threw it at him? Yeah, the writer of the Middle Attic comedy taught us to be on the lookout for any wayward fruits. They're obviously deadly. So, looking out for any wayward milk sops? Yeah, or milkshakes. Because they bring... remember, milkshake brings right. boys to the yard. Oh, It sounds like the person who threw it is probably a bit of a rattle cap. 
Is that somebody who doesn't like funny things? Uh, no, no. This is the opposite of that person. <clears throat> so they really enjoy funny things? Uh, no. No, wait, you're right. They do not no. like funny things. Sorry, misheard hmm. you the first time. They do not like funny things. Hmm. So they didn't like this guy's comedy, and they threw a pair at him, and he died. They definitely didn't like him. Yeah, because of who they are, yeah. They're rattle caps. So what is it really? So, um, the Proud Boys are rattle caps. Hmm. And rattle caps are unsteady, volatile people. Hmm. I like that one. Rattle caps. Yeah, that's a pretty good one. I uh, I might actually start using that. Generally applied to girls, though. What? Rattle cap generally applies to girls. Doesn't have to. No, but it can uh, it like can apply to any ver- sex. Female version of a madcap. So I guess it does apply. Oh. To, I guess it does apply to the Proud Boys. Yeah, they're girls. <laughs> so they're a bunch of bitches. Yeah. Yep. Got that right. All right, so let's. Who's our next uh, morbid curiosity? Empedocles of Agragas jumped into an active volcano. <laughs> I saw that That'll movie. Do it. In, I saw that I, movie. Tom Hanks really good in it. Yeah. In a very ironic art act, sorry, to prove he was an immortal god, the Greek philosopher <laughs> decided to hop into a volcano. If only all cocky bastards got what was coming to them. Oh, yeah. Right. Well, oh. he, was no, he was no poltroon. I'll tell you that much. Yeah. How can we convince the MAGA people that the only way to prove that they're right and beyond reproach is to jump into an active volcano? Well, tell them, tell them that that's what their leader said would, they would want. Wait, would we set it up as a polling a polling place? <laughs> oh. Just, just, just tell them uh, poll stuff is going down. Shady poll stuff in there. Right. Oh my goodness, that's where the liberals are voting two and three times. You gotta stop right. that. But they're under the lava. You gotta, you gotta go under the lava to get it. Right. Son of a poot. Maybe you should turn your phone off. I'm working right. on it. Apparently, I'm. Everybody wants to talk to me right now. Anyway, so the the insult was poltroon. poltroon. I also like this one too. I feel like I've heard this one before. Poltroon. It's kind. Of, it's kind of a good one. Like, like if you if you called Marty McFly a poltroon, he would be really pissed about. Because it. it's a chicken, like a poultry. So yeah, it's like it's, it's a next it's a next level coward. There right? you go. Yeah, he's an utter coward, a poltroon. I like that one. It's a good one. All right, how many deaths do we have to go still? How many macabre slayings? I got four more. All right, do it. Let's macabre it up. <laughs> Ag Sully's uh, died by a poison toothpick. Ooh, sneaky. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's neat. some James Bond stuff right there. Yeah, the Greek tyrant was assassinated when using a toothpick that had been poison soaked in 289 BC. Oral hygiene sometimes kills. I never even heard of that poison. It's crazy. 
toothpicks back then. Wow. Right? Right. All right. That's all right. They probably killed him because he was a bit of a shabaroon. Shabaroon, huh? Shabaroon. A, a poor is dresser. A, is that a shady person? <laughs> no, no, David was actually pretty accurate. It's a shabaroon. Yeah, a shabaroon is an ill-dressed, shabby fellow. Also mean-spirited. Shabaroon. Was a shabby-looking poltroon. Yeah, there you go. All right, we've got three more egregious deaths to talk about. Draco of Athens was smothered by gifts. Gifts? Yeah, or gifts? Gifts. Not gifts. Yeah. Not gifts, gifts. Grief, what the worst birthday ever. Uh, Draco created the first written laws for Athens, most notable for mm-hmm. his generous use of the death penalty. There is someone's phone yet again. Uh, while being mm-hmm. honored on stage, people threw so many hats and coats in adoration on his head that he suffocated. That's funny. Well, in my opinion, he was... Yeah. Also funny. And he was probably an unlicked cub. An unlicked cub. Wow. A face not even a mother glove. Is that somebody who has mommy issues? Uh, No, not really. Yeah, kind of. Wait, a virgin? No. No. No, but that's funny, Dana. That's that's a good guess, actually. Unlicked cub. I like that. That's a better definition than the real one. Ken, you got anything for unlicked cubs? Person so heinous, they're rejected by even their family. No, it is a youth that has never been taught manners by their parents. Ill-trained, uncouth, and rude. Kind of like somebody else in charge of stuff right now. All right, two more deaths. We're going to do this. Charnodaz killed himself after he broke his own law. The lawgiver forgot to leave his knife at home, which violated his own law forbidding carrying weapons within the city. So he drove the knife into his own heart. Wow. That doesn't ever happen. Can you imagine cops today? We wouldn't have any left. Well, there might be a few left. I don't know. I see a lot of cops run a lot of red lights in Flint. <laughs> well, they don't do but, it in an unsafe way. They don't do it in an unsafe way? <laughs> uh, well, this guy that killed himself, though, I can guarantee you, it doesn't sound like he was a wrinkler. Nobody, nobody knows what a wrinkler is. I know the first thing that popped into my head was Henry Winkler. Well, my first thing that popped in my head was just an old person. <laughs> is it a wrinkler or can you spell it? Can you use it in a sentence? Yeah, <laughs> right. wrinkler. W R I N K L E R. It's Winkler okay. with an R. So it's it's Arr. the Fonz with an R. Yeah. So it's a the pirate Fonz. Okay. It's wait, a pirate wait, wait, wait. Fonzie. Pirate Fonzie. Wait, I have one for this. I have one for this. 
A wrinkler right. is a guy who goes around giving really bad winks to people. Ooh, that's a decent one. That's that's pretty good. Um, but the real definition is a wrinkler is a liar. Kind of like somebody who's in charge of something right now. Wait, so they're just a liar? Just a liar. It's just a fancy way of saying you're a liar. You're, you're a wrinkler. Wink- you're a wrinkler. Hey, hey, tell him. Hey, tell uh, tell the Biden camp to say that when they were debating. Is that something I feel that should be said with a Scottish accent? You're a winkler. Yeah, yeah, that sounds great as Scottish accent. Yeah, that should yeah, be it. I think that on. has to be it. Yeah, if you if you call somebody a winkler, you have to do it with an accent. You're nothing but a goddamn winkler. Yeah, exactly. And I'll give you another word you can say in a second to add to that. So, and it'll probably sound good in Scottish too. We'll have Ken say it. So what's right. our last death? I'm not going to say this guy's name right whatsoever. It's not said any of them right so far. I haven't stopped you yet. I'm on a roll, okay? He said 14 for 14 on this. Uh, Aesilus was killed by a tortoise dropped by an eagle. What a shot. That was <laughs> destiny. That's what that was. Yeah, that's a hell of a shot. Wow. So it says How that you... the ancient Greeks' uh, Targaryen bald head was mistaken for a rock by an eagle who was looking for something to crack open their tortoise shell upon. Uh, so he okay. dropped it on the dude. Or so... that's what his like friend who killed him said. Right. <laughs> right. You get another one. Oh, I'm really man. glad I have lots of hair. Yeah, that's why. That's how I'm gonna go. Yeah, is, gonna what, what if this happened like a public square and like everyone saw it and you're like the eagle did it? So you should get the top of your head, Pete, tattooed to look like a turtle because he wouldn't drop the turtle on another turtle. No, 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 no but no. he would just attack my head. <laughs> no, Pete, you got to put eagle feathers. <laughs> you need to tattoo eagle feathers on your head. Ah, he's that, like, oh, that other probably, eagle's kind of flying low. <laughs> yeah, that probably mate with my head. Have you <laughs> seen this head? It's sexy. <laughs> Are you sure about that? No, I'm not. Anyways, the whole thing sounds rather spoony. Well, that's what spoony. me and you do on the weekends. Yeah, so so you would you would usually call a a, a fellow a rank spoon. <laughs> rank spoon. Yeah, so what does Spoonie mean? Is it someone who follows in line with others? Yeah, no. Danon, Spoonie. It's just weird. It kind of can, Spoonie. Uh, silliness. Yeah, really foolish. Fork is the serious is the serious of the utensils. <laughs> the knife just... is the most serious, but spoons are just silly. <clears throat> yeah, well, it's foolish or nonsensical. So a rank spoon would be like a total fool. Um, so you could call somebody a spoony wrinkler, and you could be a lying fool. That sounds like spoony a spoony wrinkler. Sensible. Course of action. Let's, I'm gonna start using that. A spoony wrinkler. Yep. 
I totally dig it. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. By themselves, they don't really work, but Spoonie Wrinkler. So this one's kind of fun. Um, I'm just going to throw one more out there because the deaths are gone. Um, this one is Ginger Snap. So a Ginger Snap is a hot-headed person. But I feel like if you <laughs> call somebody hair. a Ginger Snap, they have to have red hair. Yeah. And everybody knows that eventually the Gingers will snap. That's true. That's true. So that's actually that's all, all I got for uh for the old timey insults too. The only other one I didn't say give you guys is a sting bum. Oh that one's which is fun. based Yeah, it's just an ungenerous person. It's not as dirty as you'd oh, want it that's to be. Totally you, by yeah. the way. I'm not a sting <laughs> bum. Oh yes you are. Whatever. You're full of crap. See see Ken would be a word grubber which is a verbal critic, and he uses hard words in common discourse. Hard like difficult or hard like sharp and cutting? I don't know if... Yeah, maybe a little maybe a little column A, a little column B. I'm not sure. It doesn't actually say what a hard Try word it. is. Too many syllables. Maybe, maybe it's all about the amount of syllables. I don't know. So there's there's the deaths coupled with the insults. You got the insulting deaths segment today. <clears throat> and I think I think our next segment, Ken, Mr. Ken, is going to talk about um what is it, Ken? 30 signs your soul is being drained to nothing or something like that? Soul exhaustion. Soul exhaustion. Yeah, so I'm gonna go I'm gonna go through this list fairly quickly. All right. Um, and, and, and when I'm done with it, I think you guys will understand why I'm going to this fairly quickly. Why? Because it makes you so sad? Here are 30 signs that your soul, that you're suffering from soul exhaustion. Wait, uh, this, this has nothing to do with shoes, right? No, no, no. This is, okay. uh, this, I, I think this is a sign of being world weary. Oh, um, like this all is, of us. Okay. Your soul, your, your immortal soul. Is just tired of the bullshit. Okay, let's um, do this. So here, here we go. Number thirty, you're physically exhausted all the time. Okay, which yep. is somehow okay. different to yeah. number twenty nine. I got that. You one. have body aches. Mm, well, you could just number, be old. Number twenty eight, you often feel dizzy. Yeah. Number twenty seven, you have digestive complaints. Sure. Uh, number 26, you experience sudden blurred vision. Mm -hmm. and, and supposedly don't look at a computer all day or have diabetes. Uh, number 25, you have headaches all the time. Number 24, you feel emotionally numb. Number 23, oh. you can't explain your feelings. Number 22, mm -hmm. you often feel disoriented. Number 21, you experience panic attacks. Number 20, you feel lost and lonely. Uh, number 19, you feel bitterness and resentment. Number 18, you feel anger and jealousy. Number 17, you feel weak. Number 16, you're afraid of the future. Number 15, you're, you lose your passion. Number, number 14, you eat too much. Number 13, you eat too little. Oh, Jesus, okay. Number 12, the ghosts of the past haunt you. Number 11, you feel like something is missing. Mm. 
Number 10, you don't want to help others. Number nine, you make excuses to be alone. Number eight, you let others treat you like a doormat. Number seven, you don't let go of toxic people. Number six, you feel unloved. Number five, you're preparing to go against, you're prepared to go against your morals and principles. Number four, you self-medicate. Number three, you don't recognize yourself. Number two, you feel unmotivated. And the number one thing, the number one indicator that your soul exhausted is that you, is that you don't laugh anymore. Now, okay, I'm sure that uh, you know somebody, whoever put this uh, list together with uh, a couple of little blurbs about each item and a stock photo of suffering, uh, really thought they were doing someone doing a, performing a real service to humanity here. But right. I read this list and all I think is congratulations. You've just described every person in America over the age of 35. Right. Yeah. And it's like every symptom apparently means you're yeah, like if you eat too much, like that's basically everything. Or you're afraid of the future or you feel weak or you have headaches and body aches and physical pain all the time. Like, really? It sounds like we need healthcare, and that sounds like just a lazy list that somebody made up. Um, just for clicks, and it means absolutely jack and or shit. Yeah, this is not based on anything, you know, any any actual hard science or anything like that. I suppose <laughs> that makes sense, since there's no scientific uh, proof that your soul exists. Yeah. Your soul hurts if you hurt in any possible way. Well, I mean, I guess they're not wrong. I, I get, they're not wrong, but... At least put some effort into it. Yeah, like they're just. Uh, I'm just gonna make this list for the hell of it, and then people like the people have been posting this shit on their Facebook. Like, really? Oh, they're posting it. That's yeah. One of the I actually posting. pulled this off. On, I pulled this off of someone's Facebook. Like, was it was it mine? No, it wasn't. <laughs> did you post not. this? Did you post this, Jonathan? That's highly possible. I probably did. <laughs> No, yeah, it was right after your post of everything sucks and the world is awful. When uh, did I post not, that one? It's not wrong either. Yeah, also not yeah, also not also not inaccurate. Uh, partial partial credit for that one. Yeah. So basically I think what it boils down to is that everybody's just kind of sick of the world right now. Twenty twenty has been eighty seven months long. Yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. we, we're living through uh, any number of dystopian novels and people are just generally tired mm -hmm. yeah everybody just kind of wants to go into a cave I've yep, said that for while. years well no I well, just want to put everybody else no, in a cave no, no. and walk around free no, we, no we've been saying we want you to go into a cave for years yeah, no, I did, and then you guys got mad when I didn't show up anymore. Yeah, because you came out and then still were acting like you live in the cave and don't tell us anything. All right, so since we have that downer, we're not going to end with that downer. I have a list. I have a oh, list. I have, I, have, of... I have something. I have two more things, too. All right, I have a list of the best feel-good movies to watch when you're feeling down. We're going to oh, run through this. I like this list. Yes, let's do this. Oh, wait, wait, let's end on that. 
So I got two more things before okay. that. Okay. All right. Let's end on something upbeat. Okay. All right. So, Wait, are yours downers? Uh, one's kind of a downer. It's about a sandwich. And the other one's some scientific things. No, we're not We're not doing your sandwich no, thing. No, I told you. We're not no, doing that. No. Th- you don't even know what this is. I didn't tell you about this one. All right. An Irish Go court. Go ahead. An Irish court has ruled that Subway's bread isn't actually bread. It has too oh, much yeah, sugar. That's funny. Right. So if you say you're going to go yeah. get a sandwich from Subway, you're not. You're getting a cake with meat. Ooh, good point. Meat cake. <laughs> meat cake. <laughs> yep. So meat cake is their new slogan now. I will take that royalty check in cash. Right. Meat cake. Oh, living high off that meat cake money. But yeah, anyways, I thought that was funny. That is yeah, funny. Yeah, I saw that one. A never-ending quest to determine sandwich status of every living thing. So, Ken, right. what's your uh, Ken? What's your favorite Olympic sport? Curling. Say that one more time. You cut out. Curling. So, uh, in curling, there's a curling robot that's going to change the sport forever by being better at it than any human. Yes. I wonder if they, it's like Deep Blue, the chess robot. I wonder if they call it Ice Blue. I don't know. But anyways, there's a robot that can curl now, and it beats everybody. So this is really what we need to spend research money on? Yep. <laughs> yeah. Leave it alone. That's, so, that's why we haven't cured cancer yet? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to post a video for you to watch later. But uh, this AI robot beat a world-class curling competitor. Hmm. Now wait, was it like a team? That's no curling fun. is a okay, team so, sport. Yeah, it's a team sport. Like, was this was was the was it the was it the was it the uh, the, the, the 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 tosser? Uh, no, it actually is one machine that can do it all. Wait, it throws and scrubs with brushes. Yeah, do you hear? I'll post a video. We can watch this together. That seems. I'm not gonna watch it because I don't want to <laughs> be disgusted by the cheating that's going on here. How do you disrespect something as noble, as noble as curling? All right, so I have a number of issues here. <laughs> they named it Curly. <laughs> they named it Curly. <laughs> this is a slap in the face, step one. So looks like, so they show the team doing it first. In the video. These guys are really, really good, too. And then here comes Curly. He's like a Zamboni machine. And he just wins, huh? Oh, he just annihilates these guys. Wait, does it knock their does the does the machine itself knock their stones out of the way? Like how oh, does it get yeah. the stones no. in their clothes? Uh no. It so it can throw so powerfully that it just knocks their stones completely out of the game. So 
Yeah, that's bullshit. But what a great training, like, thing, honestly. Yeah, yeah, okay, so, so, Curly's not actually sweeping, though. No, he doesn't sweep. He just hits their, uh, rocks out of the way. It probably throws it so precise that it knocks the rocks out of the way or something. Yeah, that's pretty much what he does. Well, that's dumb. Uh, it's just like a pitching machine. I don't care for this. Yeah, kind of. No, declaring that a pitching machine can play baseball. It's not true. <laughs> uh, so another scientific thing that's happened recently. We are destroying the environment by washing our jeans. <laughs> I saw that too. Well, let's be honest. Your yep. jeans are still washing. Yeah, and apparently jeans have some chemicals in it or something that get pulled off or something. I don't know. Well, a single wash of jeans can release up to 56,000 microfibers. So why don't they make jeans out of something else? It's Are they not made out of cotton anymore? No, they're all fake now. I thought most of them are anyways are synthetic fibers. So again, they they put the blame on the end product and never mention the manufacturers who are doing this in the first place. Well, yeah, it's capitalism, dude. Oh, you're at fault because you're washing your jean, not because we made jeans out of poison. <laughs> right, that's it. That's it, exactly. I'm going to guess the person making the jeans and writing the article are both voting, voting for Trump. There's a, a disconnect in reality that has to happen. And I think there's a certain brain type that just loves that, just loves to point out that you're doing it wrong because I figured this thing out. Well, what if but you right? are doing it wrong? Yeah. Well, I mean, but what if I'm helping my friend tear down a shed? My jeans got dirty. I got to wash them. Well, you get the little the you get the little stone in the river, and you start smacking it on the stone. Well, how did the microfibers stay in that? Was my my washer is to blame? Is it if front load washer is the real? Or yeah, is perhaps only... my my detergent is the culprit. For releasing you're, poisons. There's you're, so many you're possibilities. The yeah, there really is. All right, maybe, is everybody? Is everybody? Maybe go ahead. Fluoride. Hmm. Wait, are we ready are for good news? You bet we are. All right, Giddy, you're up. We're stonewashing our jeans, Ken. We're going back to the '80s. Oh God. All right, guys, you ready for an upbeat something? Here's a list of the best feel-good movies, and all I want to, all I want from you guys is to say yes or no. You do you agree or not? Here we go. You guys ready? Wait, that it's a movie or that it's a feel-good movie? That it's a feel-good movie that you can watch it and be happier after. Okay, are we ready? Bring it. Here on. we go. Disney's Aladdin, not the live action, the cartoon. Uh, sure. no. No, says Jonathan. Ken? Sure. Danan? 
the musical numbers, Robin Williams. Yeah. I mean, what's not to like? Right. Okay. The fact okay. that yeah. the fact that genies aren't real and it makes you sad that you can't have three wishes. Oh my god! Well, then you get to daydream about what hey, you would do. See, if I, you told you he was, I told you guys he was going to be Mister Good News Happy Guy. All right. Well, let's here. We're going to continue with the list. Here we go. Let's see if we can find one that Jonathan agrees with. This is two. Number two, The Princess Bride. Danan is a yes. Ken? Yes. Jonathan? No. <laughs> Why? Moving on. You know that in the book version, everybody dies. Are your giants dead? What's wrong? I, uh, I've, I've never watched it. What? <laughs> God. All right. Doesn't count. All right, we're moving on. This one I think Jonathan will agree with. I think we're going to get a yes out of him. Um, an American Tale. Danon. Um, gosh, it has been a really long time since I've seen that one. That movie's Me sad too. As, that movie's so sad. The mouse loses his family at the beginning of the movie. Right, but then he unloses them later, you know, after nearly dying a bunch of times. Yeah, exactly. Like, so many near the... <laughs> he's going to have so much PTSD, it's going to be pathetic. Hello, therapist. All right, All right Danon. Uh, yeah, there's lots of singing and dancing. It's a cartoon. All right, Ken. Um, ooh, Ken's, Ken's thinking about it. I'm gonna say, uh, abstain. Oh, he, he doesn't know. Part, equal parts sad and happy, right? And okay. Jonathan. No, dude, that movie's sad. I All mean, right. it, feel, it feels good when he gets reunited and the musical numbers are okay, but no. All right, it's that's enough. enough. All right, here's the next movie. Are you ready? Clueless. Clueless. Danon. Oh, that's sounds funny. Yeah, this one's not horrible. Yeah, I'll it's, give a, it a, it's, a good, it's a good walk down memory lane. I'll give it a pass. Right. Oh, Short everybody. Short tops. It's a good movie. Yeah, yeah, I'll say that, yes. That's, that's funny. Everybody says a yes to Clueless. I didn't think that one was going to do as well as it did. Okay, the next movie, School of Rock, Danon. Yes. Yeah. Yep. I'll give John, that one a yes. Think. I'll give that. Yeah, a yes I, I I love that movie. <laughs> I think that movie's great fun. All right, this one, uh, Danon or Jonathan probably hasn't seen. I'm going to say yes because I do love this movie. Um, Singing in the Rain, Danon. Oh, I've seen it once a long time ago. Um, I guess I would have to abstain, but the only real memory I have of the music of Singing in the Rain is from A Clockwork Orange, which is not exactly a feel-good movie. No. Uh, so, so, yeah, I would say abstain slash probably not. Okay, Ken. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. And, and Jonathan. Um, I have to abstain. Yeah, um, I didn't think you would have seen this one. I've I've seen parts of it for sure, and I probably watched it back in high school, but I do not remember it. Now, this next movie I haven't seen. Um, The Last Days of Disco. Um, Danon. No, no, have not seen it. Ken, I know you've I seen it. Have not seen it. Wow, nobody's seen this one. I haven't seen that one either. Maybe, maybe we need to. Maybe we need to take a gander. Um, this one I disagree with. Um, so this would be a no for me, but it's Rushmore. Rushmore. Danon. Oh, um, I wouldn't call it a feel-good movie, but I mean, I enjoyed it, I guess. Ken. 
Yeah. Ken says yes. And uh, Jonathan? Mm, don't remember it if I've seen it or not. Yeah, it's a no for me. So that one lost out. Now, here's another one that I've never seen before. It's called Sing Street. Sing Street. Danon. Never seen it. Not familiar right. with it. No, apparently it's an 80s musical. Um, And uh, Jonathan, have you seen Sing Street? Nope, have not. All right, now here's one we've all seen, especially those with kids. Um, Zootopia. Zootopia. Danon. No, because it makes me too angry thinking about all of like the what if it was actually real fallacies and having that whole universe. Uh, I spend too much time thinking about what else would happen. All right. Ken. It doesn't Zootopia. make sense. He buys a popsicle from one place and goes and sells it for like an upcharge at another place. Who's making the popsicle in the first place? They didn't think of that. Like everybody's just walking around elephant sized popsicles are a dollar. And then you go to the mice town and those popsicles are still a dollar. I don't think so. That is just not how commerce works. They uh, okay. didn't really dislike this movie. Well, no, well, cause if you know, like there's a lot of rice in China where rice is really a lot cheaper. But there are some places that don't have rice. So if you buy rice in China and you take it somewhere else. Yeah, but he walked to the other place. You can't walk to not China. You can't be in China, (laughs) buy some rice, and then walk to not China and sell it for an upcharge. That's not how that works. No, absolutely. No, no, and no. I'm not going to let you troll me out of this. You can't walk (laughs) down the street in your same city, in the same city. Okay, not in the same city. And sell it for more. You you said China, and I was disagreeing with that. Yes, I understand China has borders with other countries, but I promise you that the rice costs the same across the street. That's not that might not necessarily be true though. I mean, some places might charge more for rice. Well, gas doesn't cost the same across the street. No, normally it's like two cents cheaper. Yeah, but you can't All go right, buy. The... Wait, wait, wait! You got your card request card. <laughs> Jesus! All right, we've gone off the rails. I got a question. Let's bring it back. Hold on, I got a question. If I go buy go the gas, I'm not bringing it back. I refuse to bring it back. <laughs> If I go buy the gas for two cents cheaper across the street, can I go give it to the station across the street and make two cents per gallon? No. No, there are regulations against that, you uh, suckwad. All dumb. right, moving on. So, Danon, that's a hard no. Um, yeah. Can Zootopia. Yeah. And Jonathan Zootopia. Just yeah. because a flash flash on your dash. That's an okay movie. Okay, but, but you're not really sold on it feel good. It will probably make me feel good to watch that again. All right. Although the, the next the deleted scene or the scene that never happened in that movie where they had to go through a shock treatment party to become citizens. That's kind of dark and deep. Oh, yeah. That's pretty dark. Yeah. Yeah. They probably were, were smart to leave that one out. OK, we're done with Zootopia. Let us never speak of it again. The next movie is, in my opinion, overrated, and I felt rather boring. And I think this is one that Ken actually does love, but we'll see. Shakespeare in Love. Danon, Shakespeare in Love. Feel good movie, yes or no? I skipped it. I have not seen it. All right, Ken. 
Meh. That's what I felt too. Jonathan, Shakespeare in Love. Uh, I don't remember it enough to say yes or no. Okay, so that's a no. I'm going to say no. Um, the next one, however, I think we'll get some yeses here. And this feel-good movie is Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. Danan. I wouldn't call it a feel-good movie. We just watched it going on the drive up north. And, uh, you know, it's it's a comfortable rewatch, but it's not a thing that, that brings me joy on a cold day or something. All right, Ken. Um, no, not, I'm not going to, I'm not going to call any of the Harry Potter films feel good. Okay, that's fair. About children whose lives are in, imminent, in, in imminent danger at any point in the movie. Like, no. Okay, that's fair. Uh, Dumbledore controlling things from behind the scenes. I just, no, 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 no. All right, Jonathan, yay or nay? Uh, the Sorcerer's Stone was not a feel-good movie. Okay. Um, I, I thought I'd get some yeses, but I actually do agree with you guys. Now, I don't think any of the Harry Potters think, are feel-good movies. I think what they're trying to imply there is that it's a feel-good movie if you're a Potter like super fan. Because you're like, that's a Harry Potter movie! I think, I, I just wonder, it's not, yeah, it's either shameless pandering... Or they're calling it a feel-good movie because you feel good at the end of it because it, it had a happy ending. Right. Yeah, I guess. I guess. All right. So this one, I'm curious as to what you guys think. Um, Ocean's Eleven. Um, the Brad Pitt version. Ocean's Eleven. Oh. Dana. I would, I would say that's more of a feel-good movie because they're all just goofy guys trying to do a thing and they pull it off in the end. Yeah, I'll give um, I, I would agree yeah. with that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I'll say Jonathan. Yeah, to that one. I'll say, I'll give yeah me yes. too. We're, we're going to get some hard yeses on this next movie, at least from one of us. A hard, it should be a, a hard yes from one of us. And that the movie is Love Actually. Danon. Yes. Uh, yeah. The whole point of that it's, movie is to make you feel good. Right. Yeah, the whole thing. It's just such a goofy, dumb, kind of funny, sad drama. It's. Yeah, it is good. All right, so that's two yeses. Jonathan. Yep. Confession. I have never seen this movie. Oh, you and Faith would like it, I bet. Faith has seen it. All right. The next movie I have never seen, but those with kids might have, and that is Matilda. Danon. Oh, yeah, I've seen Matilda. It was okay. I mean, it wasn't my favorite of the young kid gets superpowers movies or whatever. All right, Dane. Dane yeah. says a tentative yes. Um, Ken, Matilda. Never seen it. Yeah. Jonathan, Matilda. It's okay. Um, definitely feel good movie. I would say at the end of the movie, you feel good. Uh, but during the movie, you do not feel good. <clears throat> no. Okay, so so it's a tentative yes movie on that one. Well, the ending definitely think... makes you feel good, but you feel like you want to stab somebody during most of the movie. Oh, jeez. Okay, that's probably why it's tentative. All right. This one I feel like we're going to get some hard yeses on, and that is Frozen. Danon. No. No from Danon? I'm surprised. Oh, my Ken. God, no. I've seen it too many uh, times. Yeah. 
First time I saw it, yeah. Every time I every time I've seen it since then, not so much. Okay. Uh Jonathan. This is the movie where we just have to let it go and stop talking oh, about God. it. Okay, so basically this is not a feel good movie because we're sick to damn death of it. Uh we're sick of the song, for sure. All right. Now the next one I'm curious as to what you guys think, because it would be a no for me. Um, and that is the Wizard of Oz, Danon. Ooh, the Wizard of Oz. Um, I wouldn't call it a feel-good movie. Yeah, no. no I mean, it was a good one. Feel-good movie. All right. Uh, Ken, Wizard of Oz. Movie straight up horrifying. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what my opinion was, especially as a kid. Nothing, and... nothing makes me feel good about that movie. Right. And Jonathan, Wizard of Oz. Uh, that movie's in my worst movies of all time list. Oh, wow. You went hardcore on that one. All right. Well, moving on from Wizard of Oz, um, this one is a hard yes from me. I watch it every year around Christmas time, um, and that is the movie Elf. Danon. Yeah, that's a, that's a pretty good one. I, it never got me the same way that I think it has grabbed some other people, but um, it's a good movie. Ken, Elf. Yeah. 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 Jonathan, Elf. Um, I'm going to have to pass on that one. It's not. Okay, okay, that's fair. I'm not, I'm not saying fair. it's a bad movie, but Elf is definitely not a movie that I feel good after watching it. I actually think it induces some anxiety highs more than anything. Weird. All right, moving on. So this is a movie that um, I didn't actually enjoy, um, and that is The Birdcage. So, Dana. The Birdcage. Um, I only saw it once. I couldn't say. Yeah, me too. I didn't really enjoy it the first time. Ken, Birdcage. I've seen it a couple of times. I don't know if I call it a feel-good movie. It's okay. I mean, I like I like Robin Williams, I like Nathan Lane. Um, I thought that uh, Hank Azaria's performance in the in the film was was actually quite good. Um, but I, I don't know, but I don't know if I call it a feel good. Yeah, uh, Jonathan. Uh, never seen it. Okay, the next one I've never seen, but I know what it's about, and it's called Bring It On, Danon. It's already been brought in. Um. <laughs> Uh, I don't think so. Uh, I don't know if I've seen that one or only the spoofs after it, but those ones were pretty funny. I don't know. I guess those ones are kind of fun, but it wouldn't it be more like uh, oh, what's the singing one? Pitch Perfect. Oh, Pitch uh, Perfect on the list. Pitch Perfect's definitely a feel-good movie. Oh yeah, without question. I mean, all all of them have been for me. Like, I, I watch that and I feel great. Oh, boy. Okay. Like, not cocaine so... great, but great. <laughs> all right. So, Ken, bring it on. Um, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, it's, a, it's pretty good. It's pretty pretty good feel-good movie, yeah. Jonathan, bring it on. 
uh, people would feel good after watching it. Okay, so that actually got a yes. Um, the next one, and we'll do a couple more, um, is uh, Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs. Uh, Danon. Oh, yes. There's a leak in the boat. It's, it's, it's a leak. It's got... There's, there's vegetables, and one of them's a leak, and it's in the boat, and someone goes, ah, there's a leak in the boat. It's just... It's got... It's just great. It's got great pun jokes, but again... Yeah. Another movie where if you actually look at the movie itself as an adult, it's not it, great. It's not great. And it again, it's one of those movies that just gives you anxiety of fucking up at work. <laughs> I think you need to take a rest. Um, Ken, Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs. Never seen it. Oh, wow. I think you would enjoy it. All right. We got two more, folks. Two more. And we're wrapping this up. Here's the first one. You guys ready? All right, bring it ten up. things. Ten things I hate about I hate you. About you. Oh, yeah, that's Ain't a good it. one. Yes. Yes, Ken. Yes. Oh yeah, absolutely. Jonathan. Uh, it's been a while, but I'll say yeah to that one. Yeah, it's it's definitely one of my favorite movies. Actually, it's quite good. And the final one, the final, the final feel good movie. Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Danon. I want to say yes, but I've been hesitant to rewatch them with the new one coming out. So even though obviously or, you need to because, yeah. I, I can't remember how it goes, but um, I remember loving that movie, but I don't know if I would call it a feel-good movie. See, when you say feel-good movie, it makes me think of something that you would watch when you're sad or just something. Right. Any movie with a happy ending could be a feel good movie, I guess. Well, but... well, let me tell you. Let me tell you. I I recently watched this, and it mm-hmm. does hold up, and it makes you love it even more because I also have seen the new one, and the new one, although not as great, is also very fun. Um, so my opinion, it's a yes. Danon's on the fence. Okay. Ken, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Yeah, I'll, I'll say yeah. And Jonathan. Uh, I don't, I don't remember seeing it, honestly. Oh, that's a sad person. So I want to, I want to add a couple to these real quick here. Um, All right. Okay. So does anybody like Walter Mitty? Love it. <laughs> that's a great movie. And I remember, <laughs> I, that was, like, that was what you're going to say though, right? Uh, that, I, that's what you're going to say though, right? <laughs> I actually did add that one up once I was going to be ready to list off real quick, but I definitely would put The Secret Life of Walter Mitty, the remake on that list. Huh. All right, so what's your what's your feel good, Jonathan? Uh, Sister Act. Oh, I'm wow. going to veto oh, Sister yeah. Act. I'm and I'm going, that. I'm going to Deny tell you why. Your happiness. <laughs> I'm going to tell you why. And here is why. Because going up, growing up and going to a Catholic school for eight years, we've watched Sister Act since it came out. Oh, I probably see. every goddamn month. For if there's anything that that didn't involve learning, it was watching goddamn Sister Act. So I'm gonna have uh, to say no. Okay. <laughs> All right, that's fine. You can say no, but it, it is definitely a feel good movie. I mean, any movie if you uh, watched it enough times, it becomes a not feel good movie for you. Well, we just had this discussion about Frozen, so you guys understand what I'm saying. Oh, yeah, for sure. And I've only watched Frozen like twice. But there are some movies that you've seen a bunch of times. Oh, yeah. 
Oh, yeah, but not when you're forced to watch it in the family gathering. Yeah, I was forced to watch it at school with my classmates. With nuns. Nuns. Okay, anyways. Uh, next, I would say The Perks of Being a Wallflower. Oh, I don't know. I wouldn't say that's a feel-good movie. Oh, I like that. It gets dark in places. It does have dark spots. It's a little dark in places. But it, it makes you feel good. Uh, the Spectacular Now was I don't know. another uh, great feel-good movie. Um, one I that, that I, the one that me and Jen are going to watch soon was Catch and Release. That was a great feel-good movie. Mm, I don't know that one either. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Catch and Release was, yeah, was don't know great. That um, About Time was another good one. Uh, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Oh, yeah. I was going to bring that one up if you didn't. Definitely, yeah. Yeah, that's classic. Um, and honestly, I'll, oh, wait, wait one second. Uh, of the John Hughes movies, that might be the the most upbeat, to be honest with you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can't think of another John Hughes that would not be as that would be more upbeat than that one. Uh, Anyways, carry on. You have uh, Inside Out. Oh, that was good. That no? was good, but it makes me sad. That's sad a little bit part at the time. Oh. Yeah, yeah. It, during the movie, yeah. it does, but at the end, you're not. Uh, what about Goodwill Hunting? Uh, I don't like them apples. <laughs> that was hard. <laughs> Uh, the Silver Linings Playbook. Didn't see it. Yeah, uh, that's a that's, that's a, a pretty great good, movie. movie. I don't remember it well enough. Me, yeah, I mean, I think I saw it once and couldn't sit through it for whatever reason. Uh, one you got another one you want to throw was, out there? Uh, Fish Tank was really weird and good though. Can't say I've heard of it. Yeah, I've never even heard of that movie. Are you sure it's called Fish Tank? It's not yeah, Tank it, Girl. No, it's Fish Tank. Fish Tank Girl. Fish Tank Girl. He's <laughs> just a girl who lives in a fish tank, but it's also a tank. She runs around and fights villains, but can't ever get out of the tank. Uh, one of my yeah. more popular. Um, oh my god, I can't believe I can't think of the name of it right now. Well, then it's not your favorite. Oh, and it is. I'm just drawing a blank right now. All right, good, because you haven't shut up this whole time. <laughs> Ouch. All right, anybody else have one? All right, so I'm going to jump in real quick. Okay, what do you got? Safe yeah, Haven. Gonna, Safe I'm Haven. I'm going to say Lilo and Stitch. Oh, yeah, Lilo and Stitch for sure. That is a... Larry Crown. Oh, yeah, Larry Crown. Larry Crown? Larry, Crown. Larry oh. Crown's okay. Larry, Larry Crown's, Crown's okay. great. Um, any either of the Deadpool movies? Because you know uh, they're fun. They're fun. They're fun. Feel good, feel good per se, but you're laughing your ass off through the whole thing, so it's hard to not be in a good mood afterward. Um, fair. Tom Hanks, Meg Ryan comedies. Take your like pick. All of them. Joe yeah, versus I'm the gonna, volcano is going to be on my list. Joe versus volcano is my yeah. Favorite Joe versus volcano is great. Yeah, my favorite Tom Hanks movie. Um, Sleepless in Seattle gets a little sad, but You've Got Mail, I think, is cute. I watch that one every once in a while, too. Yeah, I'm going to disagree with those. 
they're not really feel good movies. They're not bad movies. They're not feel good movies to me. But Larry, I think Crown the best is definitely high on the list, right up there with Walter Mitty. Oh yeah, and obviously again, any of the Pitch Perfects. So uh, any wanna... of the Pitch Perfects. Yikes. Okay. I want to add the Terminal with Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks, Catherine Zeta Jones. Yeah. Yeah. The bucket is that the guy list. that's stuck in the air air airport or something? Oh, the yeah. bucket list could be a yeah. feel good movie. Yeah. Yeah, he's stuck in the airport because um, his country's in war. Uh, the Shawshank Redemption. A lot of dark. Not fear. so. A lot of dark yeah. Movie though. It's a pretty yeah, dark but, movie, man. But the it's ending the, makes no. you feel good, right? It's a Stephen King movie. Come on. <sighs> it makes you feel like you don't want to get put in jail. Is what it makes you feel like. It's a good yeah. movie. It's a great movie, but it's just not feel good. Movie. Uh, what about Julia and Julia? Oh, Julia and Julia, yeah. I'll give you that one. I could um, see that could be a feel-good movie. I didn't enjoy it, though. And what about Letters to Julia? Or Letters to Juliet. I have Juliet. no idea what that letters is. Letters to Juliet, to me. Yeah, Letters to Juliet, sorry. Um, I've never seen either of them. And did you guys hear me say Safe Haven? That was the, mo- the movie I couldn't remember the title for. Oh, God, come on. Really, Nicholas Sparks movies? <laughs> oh, Nicholas Sparks <laughs> sucks. They make you feel good. Oh, Nicholas Sparks, dude, that guy was a he joke was when I was at Borders. Nicholas Sparks can bite it. And I got so many more I could add to this list. It just it would never end. So I'm gonna stop. All right, I think it's time. I think it's. I think that's the end of the show tonight. I think it's time. Well, it's got to end on a high note. Well, that's why we wanted to do it. Leaving it on a high note, leaving us some good movies for everybody to watch and kind of like uh, distance themselves from this shitty year. And obviously all three of our dedicated listeners uh, won't be experiencing this as as, as we are. But uh, it is absolutely gorgeous outside. There's a, We're having a little bit of a rain shower slash storm with a nice breeze it uh, it smells delicious it's it's kind of fantastic outside right now oh wow that's a that's a that's my feel good movie for the day it's just looking at the outdoors yeah we've had some decent weather recently so that's good all right folks everybody ready have a good night see you guys later everyone who's still listening enjoy this rendition of the intro song to lilo and stitch peace out everybody <laughs>